1: Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: Unbelievable. I go to all that trouble of downloading Parler and signing up to it and then... I keep getting notifications. Little Steve Bannon stubs. and I can't open them. Yes, he has a useless little stub that I can't even see. Uh, it's a satisfying thing to say. Hello there, how are you? Are you all right? Um... <sighs> all doing very well everyone's doing very well we're bedding in we're making it work aren't we because we're british um uh, i loved the story i don't know if you've seen the clip of the uh i think it's the dutch customs guy uh taking a man's sandwiches away saying welcome to the brexit uh the guy says can you just take the meat out and can i have the bread no <laughs> this is not the brexit i voted i voted for the golden brexit where we won i this is not the las vegas experience that i bought the ticket for i was supposed to win a million pounds unbelievable uh, how that's all gone down uh anyway i've got some arnold schwarzenegger to share with you directly um there's an article, though, uh, saying that uh, supermarket workers are, are not having a great time of it. Uh, we should uh, say a quick hello to Nat, uh, a devoted listener to the podcast. I uh, hope you're okay, Nat. I hope you're hanging, hanging in there. Um, I have not been in a supermarket since the lockdown, so I can't really attest to what it's like. Um, but I do know that in my local supermarket, uh, lots of people have been struck down with uh, coronavirus as in staff uh it's pretty horrendous and apparently they're not getting any love or sympathy uh, from the british public anymore uh it's uh, no, we're no longer making it clap for carers or for key workers and there's a, i feel like there's a lot of key workers who are not really being recognized i don't mean the key workers who have posh jobs and live in st albans and send their kids to school anyway saying well i'm not giving up my job I mean, actual, you know, people that we really need working, like teachers, apparently, and uh, supermarket staff. Should we not be putting shots in their arms? Kind of as soon as possible. (laughs) Still, I found a really good fake sugar, if you're interested. It's called Natvia, N-A-T-V-I-A. Seemed appropriate to mention it. It honestly tastes like sugar. It's got no calories and it's all natural it's all natural it's all natural because i don't like to put anything in my body what's not natural do you know what i mean can you get me some nuggets as well if you're getting pizza um it has to be natural do you know what i mean and there's a thing you can just rub a guacamole on your face you can just do it as far as i'm concerned um So, uh, wondering, you know, where we're going to go with all of this lockdown, and it's all looking uh, fairly catastrophic. Um, We should have been a bit more uh, like Singapore. They were um, pretty militant uh, about the lockdown. They've had, like, I think they have, on average, one case a day or something. It's ridiculous. But then nobody was allowed to move, and everyone was like, OK, whereas hashtag KPF... Keep Britain free! Or I should show you David Curtin. He's been doing some fabulously potty tweets lately. Um, Then then again, there's a sort of kickback. Uh, You know, uh, that sort of totalitarian uh, regime. Uh, Some great advice in South Korea. Uh, Seoul city government uh, offered some advice to pregnant women. Um, Like, you know, when you get close to your due date... Make sure your husbands have clean clothes and plenty to eat. Sort out the fridge. Uh, Some great, great tips there. Um, And try not to put on too much weight. (laughs) Okay. Just, 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 just you wait till I'm not in extreme physical discomfort. I'm going to... Uh, okay, anyway, look, that's sort of that. Let's go to your emails because there's millions of them and they're all brilliant, literally all brilliant. I sound like Justin now. You're brilliant. Uh, David Alt. The film I haven't seen. Good morning, Jacob and the Apparitions. You may or may not know that I'm a podcaster too, mostly in the horror fiction genre, because it's nice to know that even a small number of the awful stories that we hear are fictional. (laughs) Ha! Yes, David Alt's What's Your Thing Called? There we go, Shadows at the Door. All right. Uh, One of the shows I'm in, he's got a very rich brown voice. Very rich brown voice. Coffee. Anyway. Uh, i've made coffee creepy uh one of the shows i'm in lovely british horror in the steps of mr james called shadows at the door that's shadows at the door available on all good podcast platforms did a christmas special no not the live stream where i ended up tutting on karenza's tv as she tweeted along uh where my co-producer and writer and editor sound designer marketer and all round lovely guy regaled us drunkenly with that most festive of tales dickens a christmas carol i mean nobody else's a christmas carol really got anywhere did it you never hear about, I don't know, Armstrong's Christmas carol. Anyway, now it's come up before this, and Lindsay of the Hellcat Press has berated me as a result that I've never seen a Muppets Christmas carol. What? Apparently I'm weird, missing out on some sort of Christmas killjoy. Uh, I'm some sort of Christmas killjoy for not having seen it. Am I unusual, dear listeners? I guess that not liking the Muppets as a child and not having children myself has some bearing. With maths and magic, David, and with maths and magic, we're not Muppets. You'll only alliterate so far, won't you? It's brilliant. Um, and I feel like Paul Williams does not get enough recognition as one of the most amazing songwriters ever. I think I think he, he wrote the music and songs for that. There's only one more sleep till Christmas. Uh, but he also wrote all the music for Bugsy Malone, and he wrote all the music for The Muppet Movie. He was amazing. OK, well, we'll put it on the slate. Maybe do a watch along next year, David. You've got plenty of time to carry on avoiding that. Cat. Uh, Hi Jake, hope all's well with you and yours. Tout d'abord, merci pour la carte de Noël et ton petit mot gentil, c'était super sympa. Il m'a fait vraiment plaisir. I just thought you should know that I love nice Jake too. I'm not a psychopath, or so my psychiatrist told me, before I ate her. Anyway, no, sorry, I added that bit. While I love shouty Jake, it's because he's such a contrast to your normal persona. If I had to listen to him all day, it'd end in murder. Again, I'm not a psychopath. So, if I understand you correctly, you want me to break my New Year's resolution of total commitment to Philistinism by doing some culture more than once a year, do you? Do you realise what you're asking of me? Intellectual effort? That's not what I was promised after Brexit. Actually, Brits and Europe were completely ignored both before and after that particular show. Um, well, I mean, yes, although I, I did see a tweet. Someone said that uh, three of their friends, uh, they're all builders and they'd all voted for Brexit. Um, two of them had houses in Spain and one had a house in uh, Cyprus, I think. <laughs> and were then appalled to learn what they would voted for. Anyway, Kat says, what resolutions have you broken so far? I didn't really make one. Uh, here are those that I've managed to stick to since the 1st of January. Not Exercising And second resolution: eating too much. That's about it. Hey, well done, cat. I think that's fantastic. Sometimes it's really hard to push forward with not exercising or making sure you eat too much. Uh, it's great that you're really committed to it. OK, then. so my piano was delivered, says Kat, and I discovered that not playing for 20 years has an effect. Who knew? Maybe after a few years of scales and exercises, I'll be able to play "Mary Had a Little Lamb" again. I'll let you know. Just as well, I bought an electric piano, so at least the neighbors don't have to suffer, don't have to suffer, so, okay? Actually, I listened to the Ravel pieces you recommended Miroir and Le Tombeau de Couperin, Merci, which kind of led me down a bit of a piano rabbit hole. God, there's so much stuff out there that I'll never be able to play in a million years. It's fantastic! Bref, I'm off to watch more of democracy being overthrown in the USA on TV. Merde alors. Sorry for all the swearing. bees cat, Thank you very much, cat. I enjoy emails like that that are just a sort of... just a sort of... dribble of thoughts. I, I... you're welcome to dribble thoughts at me. And, you know, it's worth remembering that, yes, I do get shouty, but only when I'm really sure I have just cause. Or if someone's paid me. <laughs> the rest of the time, I'm either quite cheerful or asleep. Uh, or a coward. So, you know, you don't have to worry about confrontation. I'll just back down and agree with you. Uh, It's no problem. Um, Thanks to every one of you that has emailed me the story uh, about a children's TV show, uh, about a man with a giant penis. (laughs) Um, I do appreciate that. And it's probably something I could make a parody of, but I feel like it's like trying to paint on top of paint, you know, Um, like wet paint. It's sort of, the joke would just sort of smush about because... They've already done the joke, which is that they have a character called John who has an extraordinary penis. It can perform rescue operations, etch murals, hoist a flag and even steal ice cream from children. Um, The Danish equivalent of the BBC has a new animated series aimed at four to eight year olds about John Dillimond. The man with the world's longest penis who overcomes hardships and challenges with his record breaking genitals. I mean, I think if I was Viz, I would sue. Uh, That's effectively Buster Gonad, just slightly uh, relocated. Uh, I expect the BBC will do it. Um. Anyway, uh, I you know I don't act. I, I don't. I don't know what I think about that. I don't. I don't. I don't know how much I. Uh, anyway, Malcolm. Hi, Jake. Uh, HIA is a head injury assessment that tries to work out why people like me play rugby. Okay. I don't know where malcolm's going with this everyone's sort of dribbling i love this not today at swanburst.com if you fancy just literally whatever's floating across the front of your transom uh, when i was green and in my salsa days i once had a few beers at college being a forward in the rugby team it seemed like a polite thing to do being in a rugby team sometimes mean sometimes means being involved in pranks that aren't often to the benefit of the normal life of college a door somehow got broken and some people seemed to think that i was responsible as if sure sure well, sure a few days later i got a letter from the admin block of the college signed by the i thought head of college saying that the damage had been reported and i was responsible and i needed to report to him to quote discuss the matter and arrange reparations mm-hmm. quote Oh no, oh lorks, oh cripes, I'm paraphrasing. I'd been told that I'd I'd been told that I'd done something stupid concerning a door, but I couldn't remember a thing. These days I'd claim that I should have been sent off for an HIA. Okay. Head injury assessment. With the rugby. Please stop playing rugby. It's a really bad idea. As a responsible student, I duly ignored this, but I was worried. I was a poor student. My Sunday dinner in those days was half a tin of peas. The other half was for Sunday tea. The rest went on essentials. Beer. I couldn't afford the repair of a door, or even worse, a new one. After a successful week of ignoring this, a new letter came from the admin block, signed by the head of college's secretary, promising dire consequences, fines, expulsion, or even worse, banishment from the bar. So I trudged. The admin block, accepting that my college life was done and over, and got to reception. I asked to see the head of college, Mr. Raff. Blank looks. Well, how about his secretary, Miss Lyon? Blank looks. She asked me to wait. So I sat in a tiny, sweaty waiting room awaiting my fate. She called me back into reception and asked me to read the two letters out loud, which I did. When I read out the head of college's name, Mr. G. Raff, (laughs) there was a snigger behind me. But when I read out his secretary's name, Miss C. Lyon, there was uproar. One of my friends was going out with the secretary in admin and had got her to write the letters and to keep track of me when I turned up. Whilst I was waiting, bricking myself, she'd sent word out, and every one of them had turned up. Best days of your life, apparently. Keep on keeping up, Malk. Thanks very much, Malk. And uh, thanks again for the whiskey, which I may have some of uh, any minute now.
1: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love.
0: Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Bombas absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
0: Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
2: Thank you for your prank stories. If you've got one, it's not today dot com. Jane, dear Jake and the Yapple Blossoms. Oh, I like that. I'm a bit behind with my to-do list this week. I mean... Jane, the fact that you've even managed to compile a to-do list. It's not a great start to the year. Does anyone else feel like January should be over by now? Anyway, I'm hoping to cross off a few to-do things with this combined response to various shiteites. Let's start with pre-2017 films I watched over Christmas described in post-2017 language. Answers at the bottom of the email. Okay, here we go. You ready for this? career woman forced to dress and behave in a macho style, living in a small community of sexist bigots who are hostile to the locals. She has to tolerate harassment and derision on a daily basis and is never taken seriously as a professional. Unable to be accepted, she has to give up who she is and become untrue to herself in order to avoid dying an old maid. I know what that is. That's Calamity Jane. I'm calling it. It's got to be Calamity Jane. Yes, it was Calamity Jane. I watched that too. It's got some great songs. Anyway, child slave. Oh, God, Jane. Child slave escapes his gang master and traffickers only to be groomed into working for, all, for an organized criminal gang. Gang initiation test goes wrong, and child briefly escapes its evil clutches to enjoy a taste of life with the bourgeoisie. Gang chief's coercively controlled partner returns child to gang, but later dis- takes but later decides to save child from a life of crime for which she pays with her life. Gang chief dies in failed escape from justice, leaving a second in command. The head groom is skipping off into the sunset. It has to be Oliver Twist. It is Oliver. Okay, finally. Principal character is a downtrodden, middle-class housewife whose only joy in life is a weekly escape from small town to middle-sized town to change her library books and occasionally go to the pictures. She gets to know an attractive medic in middle-sized town who flatters her, recognising her for the attractive middle-aged woman she is, which is more than the dullard she's married to has done for years. She's racked with guilt about the feelings she starts to develop for the dashing medic. Blimey, what is this, this farm Sounds very racy. With adultery in mind, he persuades her to follow him into his lair of seduction. Feeling guilty at the thought of straying from her life of domestic servitude, she flees in distress By the time he catches up with her, the dashing medic is no longer interested and emigrates. Oh, man. The severity of her emotional distress almost leads to mortal tragedy, but she gives in to her marriage vows and returns to the family home, attempting to comfort herself by doing her knitting in front of the fire, while the patriarch does the crossword in a Murdoch rag, while listening to a loud and beautiful Russian composition on the gramophone. I have not the first idea what that is. Not at all. Brief encounter brief encounter never seen that I think I had it on VHS never watched it oh no you should, no you must, no you should I don't know it just sounds depressing, I mean your outline sounds depressing there's not many depressing films I can take right now if you're looking for a good film, you know a jolly uplifting film, go and watch What's Up Doc, if you haven't I know I've recommended it before but really it's just the best film There's nothing bad in there. It will just make you happy. Anyway, uh, it's time for Jane's Behind the Curve! Behind the Curve! curve. Okay, uh, Jane says In Behind the Curve, I can second many of the films others mentioned as not having seen, and I can add all multiples of Jurassic, Caribbean Pirates, Harry Potter, Films and Books, and Missions Impossible. I haven't seen any Star Wars either, although I have seen Marcus Brigstock because he lives near me. <laughs> That's the most acceptable reason for having seen Marcus Brigstock. <laughs> uh, I've never seen Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Love Island, and Mrs. Brown's Boys. Wow. I'm, I, I've seen all of these things. Like, not all of all of these things, but I've seen all of these things. I guess the true behind the curve ones are those I'm finally starting on even though everyone else has long since finished them. So, The West Wing and House of Cards, the Kevin Spacey one, not the Ian Richardson one, which was really good. Did you actually see the original one? It was amazing. Uh, I know we're not supposed to like Spacey anymore, but he is a good actor, and I am a politics geek, so I really must see it. Finally... I'm series one, episode five, into Shits Creek, and wondering if I should persist. I'm trying hard to engage, but am I ever going to get into it? Well, I think we've got a we've got a schism uh, among the listenership on that one. Um, diplomatic comedian answer: I don't think it's for me, um, but I know some listeners really like it. Change our mind uh, if you're into Shits Creek. Uh, not today at swanbust Why? Uh, I tried to think of a lockdown playlist, but all I came up with was Don't Stand So Close To Me, which probably isn't very original. Now, that's great. That's a good one. I hadn't thought of that one. Anyway, thanks for letting me feel like I've achieved a few things this week. To-do list is duly ticked. Wow, was that it? Amazing. Lots of love, Jane. Um, PPS, thank you for the Christmas card, which I only got this week. Yeah, everybody... It's uh, annoying. I send them out in sort of sort of good time sort of good time anyway why don't we hear from Arnold Schwarzenegger Uh, he has responded to the events happening last week in the Capitol Um, and uh, he he is not mucking about as you might imagine Uh, however I think in the background his dog is have a listen
3: as heartbreaking as all of this is America will come back from these dark days and shine our lights once again
2: love the music do you?
3: now you see this sword? yeah This is the Conan sword. What? Now here's the thing about swords. Yeah? The more you temper a sword, the stronger it becomes. The more you pound it with a hammer, and then heat it in the fire, and then thrust it into the cold water, Mm. and then pound it again, and plunge it into the fire and into the water. The more often you do that, the stronger it becomes. Okay. I'm not telling you all this because I wanted to become an expert sword maker, but our democracy, it's like the steel of this sword. The
2: more it is tempered,
3: oh, sorry. the stronger it becomes.
2: Okay. well, I will be sure to pound my sword uh, frequently and plunge it into the fire and then thrust it into the cold water. Uh, This is sound medical advice. Um, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks very much indeed for your company today. I really appreciate it. Slightly finding my feet with the week and the new regime and the lockdown. Um, But I... I i will get there and thank you for bearing with me um you guys take care of yourselves and uh you know it's gonna be fine of course it is mate 100 percent. apart from all the myriad catastrophic times when it hasn't been so far anyway lots of love bye-bye this has been a swanburst media production